0: To behave ourselves on the story but well, y'all know what we're thinking right now
1: <laughs> i'm ready for the night i got a little extra energy i don't know what might come out of my
2: mouth tonight as you it is <laughs>
1: tell them to sit their down so we're grown folks in here talking
0: <laughs> T-G-I-F. hey everybody it's your girl claudia jordan and we are back with another episode of T G I F. I i know you've been waiting for us so we are back all right, y'all. And we are here to spill uh, the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines on the news and in social media and tell a little bit of our own tea here and there. Now sit back and relax and get ready for this hot tea. We got a lot of a lot of good show for you tonight. Please welcome multimedia personality and talk show host, Funky Dineva. What's up, Q?
2: Hey, Claudia girl. I am so happy. Happy
0: Wednesday. Happy, 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 happy Wednesday. I am so happy oh good good nice change from last week look at you, smiling mm-hmm. teeth all white okay good please welcome uh grand strategist and also talk show host al reynolds what's up al yeah no
2: i think you got us on mute al <laughs> what's
1: up claudia <laughs> you good Little I, obviously of,
0: not right. <laughs> little, little glitch in the matrix oh, over no,
1: there. Oh no, oh no. Have I been drinking? I don't think so. What'd you say?
0: Have you been drinking?
1: Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just uh, caffeine is all we got over here.
0: Really? Okay. Well, you know what? You always telling yourself when you turn red during the show, I'm so right. we're gonna see. <laughs> see. All right, so are we back drinking this week? Uh, who's drinking? Who's not?
2: I am, you know, I got my red cup. Got me some uh, vodka, some Publix lemonade in here. Stir it up, damn it, stir it up, honey. I'm okay. ready. We got a lot to talk about today, baby.
0: Don't we, Al? What you drinking on? Um?
1: Uh, Starbucks, tati uh, latte. <laughs> <laughs> no latte. alcohol for you tonight. I I just couldn't, you know, you know. I'm working late these days. I just didn't have time to stop and get something. So no, no alcohol tonight. But I'm I'm gonna try to get it back on Friday though for sure.
0: What is this, KJ? caribbean vodka he said he just made something up and just want to get me drunk uh, so it, it could be on for me. all know. right well we're gonna have a fun show tonight we have a lot to talk about so let's get into it um
2: oh, there you okay. go. i had to go turn the fan on it was on while it was on the one shot it was hot in here <laughs> it was on the one shot nobody said it saw nothing until y'all said something but go
0: you no, was missing Okay, it's all good. After a month-long inquiry from a Lauren Smith-Fields family, friends and people on social media, the Connecticut Chief Medical Examiner rules her death, an accident. That's what we're saying. It's an accident. They said Lauren died from acute intoxication due to the combined effects of fentanyl, promethazine, hydrazine, hydroxyzine, am I saying that wrong? And alcohol. Okay, a bunch of stuff. Her family and people on social media aren't buying that finding and speculate that Lauren's date, is somehow responsible. What are your thoughts on this, sir? Whoever wants to go first, what do you think? This
2: right here is a, is a prime example of lack of diversity in top-level positions in the coroner's office because if there was anybody black down to the medical examiner's office, they would know that black women do not mess with fentanyl, nor do we drink Promethazine. Okay. That is not some shit that black people do. We don't mix it. We don't snort it. We don't inject it. We don't mess with that stuff. That's them people over their drugs. Okay. We, we mess with weed. We might mess with some pills. We mess with brown liquor. You know what I'm saying? We mess with those type of things. But permit, first of all, black people don't even mess with stuff that they can't spell. Number one. OK, and when I went to Florida State University and got my degree in economics, they <laughs> me a whole lot. But they didn't teach me how to spell fentanyl, nor am I going to dare try to spell permethazine on this live and embarrass myself. It was tricky. Something needs to be done. This is not right. That girl did not just like give me the rest of the story. OK, fine. She OD'd on promethazine and fentanyl. But can we start to un- unravel how she ingested it? How it got in her system? Does she have a habit of doing drugs and alcohol? Where's the interview from her friends? Where's her Instagram? Is she a party girl? Is she known for being high? Like I just they they closed this too quickly for me. and, And I
1: believe that that man has something to do with it.
0: Al, what do you think about this? You know, luckily, what we
1: found out today was that uh, Connecticut has reopened an investigation around her drug overdose. So we're very excited about them taking responsibility. And they claim that they could not uh, open this investigation until after the coroner had given uh, exactly what her cause of death was. I'm more funky on this one, though. I need to know about this date. Okay, I want to see those bumble messages. I want to see those text messages between the two of them. I need to see more information about his background. I need to know, does he have a a pattern of of partying as well or using drugs? And my interesting thing to me is how can you show up? The cops showed up and he was there. How can the cops show up at at a, a crime scene and not test him? He should have immediately been tested to see if he, too, were using some type of drug or if there was some type of foul play going on. I'm very excited that we got this national news coverage. And as Gail King said this morning on CBS, we can't wait to see how this unfolds.
0: They say promethazine. So that's what they put in lean. The chat is going crazy on this. They're saying that's uh, that's what they put in lean, which a lot of unfortunately, a lot of us do do it. Mm -hmm. But all this other stuff the fentanyl i never heard of anybody black doing that as well but it does happen george floyd you know showed us that it was in his system
2: well the like, fentanyl is what they well, use in the, the fentanyl the, the painkiller so the michael
1: jackson uh well,
2: but they also using the fentanyl.
1: don't don't
2: ask me how i know but they <laughs> use <using, laughs> they're using the fentanyl now in the streets to cut the coke when they can't get their hands on the good yeah coke, that's true they, they're substituting the coke that's for true. the fentanyl, and it's far more potent, and a lot of people are ODing on fentanyl, thinking that they're doing or ingesting the normal amount of cocaine
1: that they would normally ingest. Um, and so the tough, the tough part about this, Claudia, is that. One thing you're not supposed to do when you take all three of the drugs that were found in her system is drink drink alcohol, because alcohol is like a conjure indicator to the 10th power. So the fact that they said they drunk all night could have, in fact, induced this type of overdose.
0: Not that I ever encourage anyone to do drugs, but I've been I I watch a lot of these documentaries and just on how people are just getting similar similar effects by substituting People aren't even buying what they think they're buying anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I saw this thing, this whole thing on MDMA and Molly and how they think it's Molly, but it's synthetic and it's killing people and all these, it was just wild. I mean, not that it's breaking news, but it is happening more and more now. I think how popular it is, it's become, you know, like everyone's just like, it's it's not as taboo anymore. So just be careful out there. Uh, Trina Gilmore says those drugs are date rape drugs. And uh, she was not known for drug use for drug usage his friends with the higher he is friends with the higher ups at the police department so that's allegedly that's what one of our 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 soulmates said in the comments so we'll definitely stay on top of this and we will update y'all when we get the updates so we'll we'll definitely be talking more about this story all right y'all moving on in a recent interview with vlad tv kelly price expressed her concern about parents taking their children's back, children backstage at R. Kelly's concerts to help them further their career. Well, it seems like the mother of R. Kelly's girlfriend, Jocelyn Savage, felt some kind of way uh, about Kelly's comments and wrote, let's say your mom was backstage with you doing legitimate business moves in the industry. Does that automatically mean you're back there not for your talents and just as a groupie? No, it does not. And she continued to say, I encourage you to tread lightly. Let's take a look at Kelly's response to the alleged threat. What I said, and I
1: can stand behind everything that I said.
0: I was raped as a kid.
1: I was also molested. I would never stand behind someone who is doing the same thing. I said what I said, and I meant what I said.
0: Okay now, she said what she said. What do y'all think about this?
2: I'm an intentions person. I don't think that there's anything wrong with a parent taking their child back to see R. Kelly if they've been granted the opportunity to talk business as long as parent stays present and that parent's intentions were pure. You know what I'm saying? Now, if your intentions were to put your daughter in a short dress and leave her back there and hope R. Kelly find her attractive and she get a record deal, then I have a problem with that. Um, As far as Kelly Price seen, I'm sure she saw it. And I'm sure of all the cases that she saw, some were legitimate and some were some bogus ass parents like Jocelyn Savage and some of those other people in that documentary. But for me, it all starts and ends with intentions. Al,
1: what are your thoughts? You know, I'm still uh, harboring <laughs> ill feelings towards Kelly, not ill feelings, but, you know, I'm still mad at her for not um, telling us that she was okay. But besides that, I'm actually uh, uh, proud of her on the stance that she took here, because this is the first time that a celebrity that has worked with Ke- with R. Kelly is actually telling the truth about You know what we've all been saying actually over the last 20 years about him and I and and I'm glad she addressed it, I mean it was awkward how she did it by attacking this mother, but I think she did a good job because you know I personally for me, I'm tired of people hiding behind this language that R Kelly has this sickness. This is no longer labeled a sickness. This is a madness. This was an enterprise. This was something that he set up that he ran for over 30 years of taking advantage of vulnerable young girls and sometimes young boys using his fame and money and his, and his celebrity. And, and I'm just glad that it's stopping and I'm glad that people are actually speaking on it. So thumbs up for Kelly Price.
0: Uh, we have another comment the parents of our kelly's victims should also have been held accountable that's what people are saying but again like q like said intention i mean i'm sure there are I, you can make an argument either way yeah some parents knew and they continue to bring their kids and then some parents probably were like no this is a chance of a lifetime to work there are people that do have good, good intentions out there My but point. i do have to say and Al, to your point i, I also commend our, um you know kelly price because a lot of celebrities don't want to take a stand because they know they're guilty of working with this person in the past. And you don't want to say anything, but here's my thing about the people that make excuses for, well, he was molested as a child. Yes, we know that. And justice should have been served then, but do you know how many women have been raped and men have been raped that don't become rapists? Like, yeah, we can make an argument that. Yeah, they do become some do become sex offenders, but guess what? A lot don't. And so that leads me to believe it's a choice. You being molested or raped doesn't mean that, Oh, you get a pass because your uncle raped you. No. You know,
1: but I agree with you, Claudia, but there's a difference. To me, I, I, I had, just to let you know how much time I have, I studied um, his court documents. He ran a criminal enterprise, guys. Mm-hmm. It was sophisticated. He ran it like it was a company. Uh, the the shifts that the, uh, the security guards had to work, the shifts that the chefs were. This was a criminal enterprise of just taking advantage of young girls and young boys. It's just not right. Right. I got a question though. Um, Kelly Price
2: people, Kelly Price people, why y'all found time to clear Kelly's schedule for her to dip and doing an our Kelly business? We still <laughs> trying to figure out where that lady had went at. Like how the whole Kelly Price had disappeared and don't nobody she don't found time to speak on something that's already in the courts. What the people really want to know is, Kelly Price people, where was Kelly Price at? that's what we want to know and until then kelly i suggest before you try to become an advocate for anything you start in-house and be an advocate for missing persons starting with yourself we want to know where you had when it
0: oh okay i hear you but how long are we gonna be mad at kelly it's none of our business what no
2: Business. Business, you know, following that logic with them with them parents was doing back there with their kids backstage with R. Kelly was none of her business either. <laughs> business it. So if you going to dip in doing them people business, then you need to let us know where the hell you dip doing do. yours, right? Okay, okay I'm gonna just dip say and this yours. Many <laughs> a night
0: or a morning an afternoon back when we used to all talk on the phone a lot. Me and Al will be blowing up Q trying to see where he at. Is he okay? Is he alive? he would not pick up the phone and, and you I won't give us an explanation in my
2: bed sleep with my phone on do not disturb That's what Kelly when Price i was woke doing. up the next morning i called y'all and said oh girl i had a couple gentlemen call us last night back to back <laughs> and they wore me out and i was <laughs> But while you were missing
0: we were worried too we wanted answers Let yeah Kelly but y'all had
2: me. no apb out on me y'all was the, it wasn't on the scene you, were the, you weren't on the most
1: missing you right know what I'm <laughs>
0: alright right y'all so let's try to get this uh last story in before the commercial another news jana jackson is revealing more details about her relationship with her brother michael jackson check out what she said my brother michael jackson used to call me pig cow and horse i laughed but deep down it hurt uh jana also said that sadly as they got older they grew apart now do you think michael meant to be mean or was he just acting like a typical big brother to a little sister
2: not at all that's what siblings do you know what i'm saying that's what siblings do I'm sure if I go to go, I'm sure if I look back on my childhood and my siblings look back, we have all said things to each other what one party thought was joking that may have affected the other's self-esteem or self-worth or, or, or hurt their feelings, so on and so forth. But I don't. Jack, Michael loved her and she loved him. And it wasn't to be malicious. He probably was just jonesing on her like we do in black families. You know what I'm saying? And it just so happened
1: that 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 struck a chord with Janet as a young girl.
0: Yeah, Al. What do you think? What are your
1: thoughts? I I, I totally agree with Q. I I tell you what, though, Lifetime must have written a really large check in order to get this this to to get this deal with Janet Jackson. The real T, as far as I'm concerned, wasn't what he the names that he used to call her, but it was how she talked about in this um, documentary about how she lost business opportunities because of her brother's decisions to to be with little boys. She also talked about.
0: Allegedly, uh, we
1: gotta say. Oh, allegedly, allegedly, that's right. Let's uh, not
0: get Tasha Cade now.
1: <laughs> no Tasha Cade. No Tasha Cade. Here, she talked about how the family tried to do an intervention with Michael, and Michael uh, did not, you know, necessarily take that lightly and distance himself anymore. I think that's where the real tea is around this documentary. But Miss Jackson, please keep it cute because you need to let Michael Jackson rest in peace because he's not here to defend himself.
0: And did you hear that she addressed the rumors Maybe. about the missing baby? I mean, the, the, the hidden child said I would never hide a child from Mr. DeBarge, from James DeBarge. And I was like. Ooh. We got to go to commercial. Shout out to all of the 2200 people in the chat. Um, we got more show after this. We'll be right back. y'all. Yeah. Welcome back to TGIF. Let me tell you something about the chat, y'all. They have a lot to say about this whole Janet Jackson documentary. I cannot wait to see it. They like, someone said they saw Janet Jackson pregnant. Someone said they, there's a lot, but you know what? I like that. There's so much mystery on that family because now we will eat up anything they put out. Cause we're so interested in their family. Like, I, you know, but I love to hear it from her. So right now we have 2,300 people in the chat. So what better time to talk about this story than right now? We got an update on Cardi B winning her defamation lawsuit against Tasha K, where she was awarded $1.25 million initially, but it's now being reported that Cardi will actually get a total, will be awarded a total of $3.8 million. Cardi B released a statement after almost four years of repeated libel and slander against me, being able to walk away <laughs> from this victorious brings me great happiness. Now during this trial, all of you have learned about the darkest times in my life. That moment in time was fueled by the vile, disgusting, and completely false narratives that were repeatedly shared online. What do y'all think about this huge win for Cardi B but tremendous loss for Tasha K?
2: $3.8 million is a lot of money. And uh, typically when you see that type of money awarded, it's awarded against like a corporation or a company. So you don't really feel bad because you'd be like, oh, Johnson & Johnson got it. Procter & Gamble got it. Delta Airlines got it. But for a person, that's a lot of money. And I know if it was me and I was on the hook for that much money, it would probably send me in a downward mental spiral. But I want to say this to YouTubers, bloggers and vloggers out there, whether you like Tasha Kay or don't like Tasha Kay or you're somewhere in the middle. Um, this affects all of us. This case definitely um, has set a precedent It is going to affect all of us. Those of us who operate in that celebrity gossip, entertainment, media space, this will impact all of us, Um, especially those of us whose primary income is from YouTube. You best better believe there definitely are some changes coming down the pipeline. And my advice to all of you would be get ready to pivot your content because the change is going to come.
0: Good. I'm glad. Al, what do you think?
1: You know, I called this when we first covered this story. I said that uh, Cardi B was going to revolutionize how blogger content is shared in in the manner that it has. And I promise you, no one, I don't care how much money you make, wants to face a $3.8 million judgment. But the thing about this that made me so excited is the person we least expected to take this route right? And to take it to court and be victorious was amazing. This is the same young woman that I used to go to Starlet's and see slide down a stripper pole. It's the same woman with the messed up teeth and in the, in the, in the bad English that was on Love and Hip Hop New York City that we used to laugh at because she could, didn't have subject verb agreement. This is the same young lady that threw a shoe at the Met Gala, y'all, at Nicki Minaj. Look at her now. How smart is it that this woman took this on and has been victorious? And it wasn't a Jay-Z that took this on. It wasn't a Beyonce and it wasn't a Nicki Minaj. It was a Cardi B. Thumbs up to Cardi B for standing for what you felt was right, spending your money and being victorious.
0: I always think when we impose on what people can or cannot say, of course, it's a slippery slope when it comes to where this will end. You know what I mean? Like it starts with this, then it goes to that, then it goes to opinion. And, you know, it's something that we do have to be careful about moving forward because you don't want to get to a point where you can't have any freedom to say what you want. But in the case when you know what you're saying is false, listen, we've all made mistakes and, and given wrong stats or a wrong a name wrong. That's one thing. But when you knowingly know and you continue to go on and push that, I think that's where you run into trouble. And I do hope it changes the narrative. I feel like there's been a lot of reckless people on, on, in the vlogging world that are entertaining and they're just like, it's, it's probably addictive. You get those checks and you get those clicks and you push the envelope. I don't know, but I, it, it, when you're on the receiving end of that and you're seeing false information about you, you know, you got to start considering how damaging that is to someone's brand and if you want to lose out on deals, then damn right, the person that's look, jacking up your rep should lose something too. Now, I think that's a high amount of money for an individual, Q. Like you said, that is a lot of money. I, I, I don't know if she'll end up you know, paying or being able to. Uh, someone in the chat said, Tosh K, uh, Jay Watt says, Tasha said it didn't break her bank account. I kind of think you need to be a little more humble, Tosh K. I think that's what's rubbing people the wrong way. Like the arrogance when people wanted you to take the video down, you could have. But at this point, it's costing you and you ugh, it's costing you. The arrogance is costing you. But if you want to be like that, be about it, be about it. But be ready to write that check.
2: So. Well, and listen, I'll say this. I don't know what she has in terms of assets. It ain't four million dollars. Sit <laughs> sitting sit no, sit, sit in no damn account. I, I, I've been on YouTube 12 years. I know what YouTube checks look like. Now it ain't no damn four million dollars. You know what I'm saying? And right. um yeah, to just be on the hook for that much money, it 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 would really disturb me. I, I don't know the way that works. I don't know if I mean obviously anybody with two liquor cents ain't gonna forfeit everything they have in their bank account to get a no damn Cardi be for no judgment. I don't know if they're gonna you know if they garnish your wages or whatever the case may be how that will work in the future but however the hell they go it's gonna take a it's gonna take longer than it's taking me to pay these student loans off to pay off 3.8 million damn dollars
0: yeah. someone says she has insurance and her insurance will pay it is that something well, that uh, youtubers get they get the insurance
1: well you can definitely buy insurance to cover libel and um uh, uh what's it called uh there is an insurance that you can buy. But usually that insurance is only an umbrella type of insurance that will only cover between one and two, unless she expanded it and and maybe she did I'm not sure but there is still it can't be negligence on her side right. So she still has to prove to the insurance company that it wasn't negligence on her side. This is this. This case law is definitely going to change things because now people have something to point at and say, look, in this case, she said this and was awarded that for saying it. So this is going to be very interesting to see how it plays out.
2: And let me just interject this. I've been on YouTube now for 12 years. I've been a YouTuber before the word YouTuber existed. When people used to ask me what I do, I used to freeze because there was no word to describe what I do. And in the 12 years that I've been on YouTube and all the YouTubers that I know and all the YouTube conferences and galas that I've been to, I've never had a single conversation in 12 years about an insurance that any YouTuber has. I've never had that conversation. So whether she has it or not, I don't know, but I will say, amongst YouTubers, that's not common conversation and it's not common knowledge.
0: I wonder if she had the foresight to even know that, if there was, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to like protect herself with that. Um, yeah, they're going hard. Uh, uh, someone in the chat, IBDASDASHID says, I heard Tosh K makes a million a month. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, that's a lot. I'm
2: Britney Spears.
0: all right y'all uh best of luck to tosh k and that judgment and i did see cardi did post a statement saying why am i happy and sad at the same time so i feel like she feels like i'm vindicated but i'm not trying to break this woman but
2: here's the sad part about it i'm going to be so honest with you this was never a money play for cardi and her team Mm -hmm. and to be honest I definitely think that there possibly could be a way that Tasha could provide an apology. And I could see Cardi saying, just cover these legal fees, girls, and fuck I, the yep. Because, because, it, because in my plan, was, I don't want to destroy another woman. And would also give Cardi B 9 million more cool points in the universe. You know what I'm saying? But...
0: <laughs> she, she probably would. I feel like T- Cardi just type that if you just said sorry and, and change your bait, she would probably let it ride. Uh, we have comments. Shamar Iverson says, Lord Jesus, they're going to be garnishing Tasha K's check till culture has grandkids. And Someone else says Tasha K stated that she feels that they stopped her First Amendment right, but she also stated she knew the information was false. That's what was the nail in her coffin when you said you knew it was false and you kept going. You know, I don't know. All right, y'all, moving on. Whoopi Goldberg slammed Bill Maher over his uh, comments about COVID. On Friday's airing of Real Time, Maher said, I'm done with COVID. I'm done. I don't want to live in your mass paranoid world anymore. Whoopi said she wasn't amused with Maher's comments and called his behavior flippant. She said, that's not really funny to people who have lost their kids or people who have lost family members or dear friends to this. Do you think he was out of line? I mean, I get his sentiment. I get a sentiment. I feel the same way. But when you have a platform like that, do you think he was out of line?
2: Here's what what people and the viewers don't understand. And and here's sometimes where we struggle as people with these platforms. It's like, we're given this platform on the left-hand side, but on the right-hand side, sometimes we just want to be regular. And we just want to be human. And we just want to be able to do the things that regular people do. And sometimes we forget that we can You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to lie. My sentiments. well shit. I guess I'm equally as guilty if I say it right now. I guess my sentiments somewhat equal echo Bill Mars. I think everybody is tired of it. You know what I'm saying? But you don't. I just think it's a little irresponsible. I think it's a little socially irresponsible to get on a platform as large as yours is and say anything that might undermine
1: the fight against COVID-19. Al, what
0: are your thoughts?
1: I, I think it's more than flippant. I think his comment was ridiculously ignorant. I think it came from a space of privilege too. Bill Maher lives in Beverly Hills or maybe Bel Air or, or Santa Monica somewhere in a beautiful home with access to any doctor that he, with any ailment that he can have. There are still millions, hundreds and millions of Americans who don't have access to healthcare and don't have access to the vaccine and still have to fight this pandemic. We have to understand that we live privileged lives and there are people in normal places like where I'm from, horse pastor Virginia, where my barber of 35 years, Scotty Dalton just passed from COVID. He got it on Sunday and was out of here in two days. That's because he doesn't have access. He did not have the vaccination. So people are dying in our rural communities still. And we have to treat this pandemic for what it is. And that is taking the lives of people in our communities at a faster rate than the majority, period.
0: I also think that, yeah, it's true. It can be looked at as irresponsible and all that. And also, it also is what we are really feeling. And again, it's the difference of him having a platform and being who he is. Right. So we all feel this way. We all can whisper to each other. But when you say it publicly on a show like that, it's going to get traction. And also, people just go with the headline. Right. We do it. We've been guilty of that many times on this show, on Cocktails of Queens, on all the shows where we just go with like the clip and we don't get the whole narrative. What he's saying is true. But it, uh, again, you also do have to be conscious. Like everything we say, we know when we about to be in a blog, right? Oh, damn. They're going to cut it right they already, they already know. So I get it, Bill Mar. We feel you. Yeah. But a lot of you're very intelligent. And a lot of people uh, are checking for what you're saying. So, you know. Uh. Al, did you say you're from
2: Horse Pasture, Virginia? Yes, sir. I, I never heard of that before. Interesting. Horse
1: Pasture. <laughs> horse Pasture, Virginia, outside of Martinsville, Virginia, in a county called Henry. And y'all got a total population of 500 people? Probably about. <laughs> Speaking
0: Probably. of 500 people, we about 400 people away from having 3,000. Actually, All we're right. about 377 people away from hitting that 3,000 magical number. We've been trying to get to 2623 in the chat right now. Please like our video. Please like this video if you like TJF. If you like what we do every, every week here, um, please go ahead and give us that love. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with more TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF. Hey, y'all. I see y'all in the comments. Let's get this show to 3,000. And to everyone commenting on my makeup and my glam tonight, thank you so much. Shout out to my girl, Alaysia, and her man, Dion Casey. We did a photo shoot today at the Butterfly Room in Dallas. It was like a bunch of wild butterflies in this like green room. It was beautiful, and they hooked me up. I said, I need to use you every week because I do my makeup the next day and I look totally trashed out and horrible. I'm not good at makeup. And she hooked me up. So shout out to Elasia real quick. All right. All right, y'all. let me get into this live read. The three week week rule may be the best financial advice ever. What's the three week rule? Well, wait three weeks to buy that new car. Wait three weeks to refinance your home mortgage and wait three weeks to finance any major purchase. Now, why three weeks? Because that's how fast the average ScoreMaster user takes to boost his or her credit score, an average of 61 points. And listen, 61 points added to your credit score can save you tens of thousands on everything we finance. ScoreMaster technology was developed by credit data scientists to boost your credit score higher and faster than you thought possible. ScoreMaster is so easy, it only takes a minute to get started, and you don't have to wait months for your best credit score. Go ahead and try ScoreMaster for free. And see how many points you can add to your credit score. Go to scoremaster.com slash T. That's scoremaster.com slash T. I will say, full disclosure, I am a client, and they got me together. They are fantastic. All right, we're going to take a last a, a quick break. We'll be right back with more with Q and Al right after this. Welcome back to TGIF. I'm your girl, Claudia, joining with Funky Dineva and Al Reynolds. We are at 2716. I'm going to keep on saying it until we get to 3,000, y'all. 2716 alright you All right, y'all. Kanye is revealing the lens he went through to protect Kim Kardashian when they were together. Last year, Ray J's former manager, Wack 100, claimed he had an unreleased sex tape of Kim and Ray J that was just as raunchy and graphic as the first one. Wack 100 reached out to Ye and said, We got part two on the laptop, and it's never been seen. We'd love for you to have it. At the time, Kim's team said WAC 100's claims were false, but Ye said that he went to uh, go get the laptop from Ray J that same night. Ye claims he got on the red-eye, met Ray J at the airport, and got on another red-eye to come back in time to deliver the laptop to Kim at 8 in the morning. Ye alleges that Kim broke down in tears. Do you commend Ye for protecting his Kim?
2: Somebody live. Um... Ray J just put a tweet out or an Instagram post today, um, and I'm paraphrasing, but it basically said, can y'all chill out with this? I have kids, too. You know what I'm saying? Secondly, we live in a digital era. Just because somebody handed you the laptop is no assurance that a copy was not made. You know what I'm saying? And anybody named WAC 100, I'm sure they maintained a copy of the dog on tape. I sure as hell wouldn't have handed over the laptop with the only copy. I'm sure if there was another copy, you know, you getting the laptop is just symbolic at best and a false sense of security. Because anybody with two brain cells would have backed up the tape on a flash drive somewhere and put it in a sock drawer. So I don't know what security this supposed laptop granted any of them um i don't know what to believe at this point you know what i'm saying it's just so much going on and again i just don't know we would go crazy trying to understand kanye i just don't understand his motivation behind sharing any of this
0: al what do you think about this
1: i think i think we 100 percent know the motivation that uh kanye has behind this uh, if there's one thing as a super megastar worldwide megastar that you probably don't want talked about anymore in the media if you were kim kardashian would be your sex tape so i think the fact that he's bringing it up this is a undercurrent this is an undercover dig at her and bringing up this sex tape once again like ray j said man that was years ago i got kids he should be ashamed for even bringing it up because he's got four children with her. And if he did do it, why does he want credit for what he's supposed to do? He married her, he's supposed to protect her. He has four kids with her. He laid down with her once, but he ended up with four with her. I mean, well, I, you know, I don't take that the wrong way. But all I'm saying is he's down for a lifetime taking care of that family and protecting them. He's got four kids, but he's going to be doing that for the rest of his life. But I clearly view this as a dig. This is an undercover dig of him getting back at her for running around town with Pete Davidson. Pete, to
0: me. 1,000%. I mean, I'm sure they've had many a conversation about how that tape made her really feel. You know, although we did oh, yeah. put her on, I'm sure he knows exactly how that is a her Achilles heel. Achilles her Achilles heel. And, and here you are bringing it up. Now, listen, shout out to Jason Lee, our very own Fox Jason Lee, because his interview with Kanye was fantastic. And the fact that he's sitting down with the likes of a Kanye West and having a very good interview with him. That's amazing. But Kanye West, at this point, I am Kanye out I am Kanye out. It feels like you're on a campaign. You're shoving yourself down our throats. Pause, and I'm over it. Like we don't need to hear every detail. I don't need to see any more of your little white girlfriend with the horrific makeup. Like it, it's too much. It's Kanye overdose, and I feel like it's a mistake. When you were a little bit more mysterious, you were more interesting. Now it's giving, it's giving, too, it's giving overexposure. It's giving too much. And I'm sick of it. It's giving, I'm exhausted. Bitter,
2: it's giving bitter baby daddy world star hip hop. Like, <laughs>
0: and and, and to, Kim, I, to Kim's credit, she's not even saying anything. She just like she's going to end up winning in the end right. because she is just not even addressing it. She's probably pissed, but she's not saying anything. You know, I don't know. We're going to say, Al.
1: oh, no, I was just going to say, I, I think he's confused he's confused and he and he's been blinded by the kardashian light they have a machine over there that everything that they do and everything that they say it spreads like wildfire what he doesn't understand is that he is not, for a better sense of a better word, he's not a young, pretty white female. He's a black male. Him doing this type of marketing and PR makes him look desperate. It makes him look a little bit crazy. It makes him look unstable. And it, like you said, Claudia, is pulling a lot of the once admiration that we had for him and replacing that word admiration with disheveled, crazy. Uh, not good. And, and that alone is not good for his marketing, considering all the deals that he has going on.
0: And people saying, oh, well, why y'all keep bringing up? Do you not hear the beginning of the show? We talk, whatever's trending, we have mm-hmm. to talk, we talk and, about
2: but it. I, I, I'm going to tell you something, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you something too, but Kanye better watch out. It's going to get to a point where emotionally she gets fed up and she's going to fight back. Yeah, Women start fighting back with that custody of the kids and then she is going to start using them rich white woman buzzwords them trigger right. words i feel uncomfortable Uncle. i feel unsafe. unsafe i you know what i'm saying i he's, that's right. he's unpredictable that's right and you are already a black man so you already come into the courtroom as the villain that's coupled right. with your erratic behavior in the media it's not helping you once she once she utters Unsafe. I think he's unstable. I think the children will be unsafe around him. It's a wrap. Wow. So he better chill the hell out and water his grass and just wave at her while she come out to get her mail. <laughs> he don't move across the street from the damn lady. I
0: mean, and as much as people are saying, "Oh, well, he's about to blow that whole family up and tell their secrets," don't you think, Kim Kardashian? Has some Kanye West secrets that he would not want us to know too. Like this could get really ugly. They're both extremely powerful, extremely uh, lots of exposure. You know what I mean? Like they can, with a tweet, can put up. It could be a real bad look for all your brands. Like Kanye, in the court of public opinion, short term you ain't feel you getting a dig in, but long term Kim is playing it the way she's supposed to be playing. Don't sit here and say I'm capping for the Kardashians. I'm capping for the one that's handling it like they got some kids that may see this. Right. And Kanye right now is not like the well, you, you do too much. It's annoying. I'm over it. And get your girlfriend some better makeup. You Kanye West. Like, what are we doing? That black goth. I don't know. It's giving party city. All right, y'all moving on. Uh, Let's get into this. Um, A Georgia pastor and his wife were arrested after uh, multiple mentally or physically disabled people were discovered locked in their basement. Authorities found as many as eight people between the ages of 25 and 65. And get this, the pastor and his wife were in control of the group's finances and their medications. How sad is this? First, we had Pastor Mike Todd spitting on his brother, a big old loogie too. And now this, what's up with these pastors? Do you think there's more to this?
2: You know, this was very sad. And the saddest thing about it was you could tell their attorney, they did a, a, a press conference. And the attorney looked like Jerome, the mechanic, okay? Like they went and found the, the I, I ain't gonna speak on the man credentials, but what I am gonna say is that the attorney that y'all got to speak for y'all ain't helping y'all case whatsoever. This is sad. This is sick. This hits particularly home for me because my mother ran a group home. My grandmother ran a group home. I grew up in a home with, in our spare bedrooms, an extra part of the house with, for lack of a better word, you know, Crazy people running around like they were my friends when I was seven years old. You know what I'm saying? And so I watched my mother and my grandmother who did this thing properly and take this responsibility, you know, serious caring for these people. And just to hear that these people were doing this essentially for a check because that's what they were doing, just doing it for a check, locking these people up downstairs in the basement, not tending to them the way they're supposed to be. It's sad, it's sick. And what makes it even more sad and even more sick, and I'm daring to say it, is that you are a man of the cloth. And I don't want to hear no mess about, well, the, the pastor's human too and all this. No, 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 no. When you are a pastor, I don't give a good goddamn what nobody saying. You're supposed to carry yourself better than the general population. You are held at a higher standard than the general population. You are the gatekeeper to all things morality and what's right and ethical and moral. And this this is just there's a special place in hell for bitches like y'all.
0: Well, okay.
1: Al. Um, you know, this is it's it's just very sad and it's unfortunate because the eight people that were found were between the ages of 25 and 65 but one thing that we did find out recently as of tonight is that they did have a license the license was revoked as a um what do you call it uh, funky again group, group, home. group home and that they did they still the wife did have guardianship so you're right, Funky. I think they probably need a new attorney in order to help navigate them through this very, very, oh, very gosh. unfortunate situation. I don't
2: situation. give a good goddamn what nobody's saying. You're supposed to carry yourself better than
0: the table. Oh, what's going on over here? <laughs> what was that? Mm-hmm. I was like,
1: Funky, Funky's ghost is speaking. <laughs> what
2: was that? I don't know, but maybe what I said it was so good, y'all had to hear it twice. I, I, think, I think that's
0: what happened. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, moving on, we have to go to commercial. Let me see. I think we can I'm go. On. Move on. Uh, in other news, rapper The Baby had to defend his intellect after he saw a tweet claiming that his high school GPA was a 1.8. He said the information was cap, but didn't clarify. His real GPA, what are your thoughts on the story? And what do y'all think um, the baby's GPA could have been allegedly? Let's just, we're theorizing here.
1: Not enough to graduate. (laughs) Well, I unfortunately, Q, have to disagree with you. Um, One thing that I think most people do know about this young man is that he's pretty smart. Not only did he graduate from high school, but he went to the University of North Carolina at Greensboro, which according to their website, you have to have a median GPA of 3.7 in high school in order to gain admittance. Just with a little bit of leeway and weigh in, I would say he probably had close to a 3.0 in order to get into a university of that caliber.
0: Who put it out there that had a 1.8? Like, come on, who did that?
1: And Child
2: by every college got a first generation program, first generation college student program. Every every college got a disprivileged children program.
1: (laughs) You can't go to that college with a 1.9 Q. They all still got standards. Mm. Unless you're telling me down there where you got your economics degree, (laughs) where you got your economics degree, they had that program and let people in.
0: What was y'all's GPA? Do you remember?
1: <laughs> oh, In high, high school? Mine was. Huh? In high school?
2: I graduated with a 3.8. Yeah.
0: Okay. Al. You know,
2: 395, something. Like that. <laughs> now my college my college GPA was a fool. That college GPA was a 2.8. Yeah, <laughs> That's know. all them on campus activities and hopping That's- around and gentlemen callers and, <laughs> and, and and being I graduated Mr. SGA right. and Mr. Black Student Union and Trying to pledge and all that mess, baby. That, that high school GPA was the fool. But look at me now. Jesus made away. Yes, God. <laughs> oh,
0: my goodness. All right, y'all. We're going to go to a quick commercial break. And we'll be right back with more show. We'll be right back. Right back. Two minutes. Welcome back to TGIF. I'm your girl, Claudia Jordan, joined by Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. And the soulmates. Oh, y'all got down to 2790. Y'all was at 28 something. We was almost at 3000, y'all. We doing all right, though. Like, y'all keep it up. All right, y'all. You better start checking your spam folders That's after wild, going baby. through her spam. You check your spam. I don't,
2: but I am start the day. Right okay. <laughs> uh,
0: a woman, a Michigan woman discovered she had won three million dollars in the lottery. Laura Spears bought a mega million ticket online and forgot about it until she came across the email. The winning email Spears said, it's all still so shocking to me that I really won three million dollars. What do you all think about this? And what would y'all do if you won three million dollars?
2: um i don't know i mean i go berserk i mean that's got to be you you know what do they still do publishers clearing house when they would go knock on the people's door and surprise them remember that i used to sit up with my grandma and watch that on the weekend people knocking on the door with the big old chick i don't know if they do that anymore um um I damn sure wouldn't be working here no more if I had $3
1: million.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I find something better to do on my Wednesday and Friday night. Now, I love y'all. I don't know what I would do with the $3 million. Um, See? I don't know. Buy me a house, maybe give Uncle Sam their student loan money. um,
0: Maybe. Um, You got enough to do that now.
2: Yeah, I do, but them hoes ain't getting it. They, like, they come get this degree. I'm waiting for somebody else to sue them and set some court precedence oh my God. I don't know what I would do with it, but I'd be happy.
0: Okay, Al?
1: Uh, you know, I want to give a shout out to the, our Fox family, Fox 5 here in DC. We actually covered this story on a show that I was invited to be a part of last night called Like It or Not. And it was so funny because on the show, we all checked our spam. And uh, because of this, and guess what I found? I found a Starbucks... Gift card from James Dubose, our boss. <laughs> I felt that I, I was excited. So, but if I did find $3 million, I probably would take it and invest in some type of real estate development here in the bnB because it seems like it's quite hot right now.
0: What would Two you people right? in my family have won the lottery. One won one and a half million in the 80s, and one won 50 million in the 90s.
2: And wow. guess which one's broke? I'll tell y'all a funny story though. In Florida, the lottery is six numbers. My dad hit five. And when he hit five, he got a couple thousand dollars. And then he said that from that day on, he said he would never play the lottery again. He said, because I- I'm never going to get that close ever again. And so he, I don't think he ever played from that day, but he did win a couple thousand dollars. for so five numbers.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving on. But Claudia, you
2: be hitting at the casino.
0: Uh I've won twenty thousand nineteen thousand. It's always after I do something good
2: and I've never you ever hit at the casino I've never hit the most I've hit for is like thirty nine dollars eighty nine
1: dollars hundred and thirteen dollars yeah not not like a, a big number no probably like a thousand dollars
0: I feel like I'm supposed to win. I feel like things coming through that, that i I'm, I'm gonna be the third person in my family to win oh, right. okay. one of them one of my relatives kept it cute and kept spending the same amount of money, didn't change nothing. And she won the lower amount of money. The other one that won the big money, she balled out.
2: And it's all yeah. gone.
0: She had to go back to work. She probably uh, watching right now, mad, because they always get mad every time I talk about it. stop talking about my mother. I'm like, <laughs> your mother messed up $15 million. <laughs> See, when, when you
2: when you win money like that, it's two things you're supposed to do. Put half of it up and go buy you a house paid off. So come hell or how water you got somewhere to stay. You know what I'm saying? You can negotiate with the government about them property taxes, but you're supposed to have somewhere to stay and go get you, go get you old nasty Honda Accord for just in case. Keep her coming up and locked up in a garage just in case you fall on hard times. You got your place to stay and an affordable car.
0: You know, and it don't, it don't last, like it lasts 20 years. Right. And you get used to it. A lot of people have to take loans out before the, the next payment. They go through it. They run through. You watch those documentaries on people at one lottery. It, it rarely goes good for them. All right. Real quick. This last story. A 25 year old black man is suing the Las Vegas the Police Department for mistaking him for a white felon twice his age and detaining him for one week. Now, when Shane Lee Brown was pulled over by the police, he didn't have his license, but gave <laughs> He gave the police his full name, social security number, and showed his social security card. Cops still confused him with 49-year-old Shane Neal Brown, who had an outstanding warrant for ownership or possession of a firearm by a prohibited person. Shane is suing the police department for more than $500,000 in a federal civil rights case. What do you think about this story? Here's,
2: Here's one element. Again, this goes to reading the headlines. This is one thing I want to point out. Rather, they mistook him for Shane Lee, Neal, whoever his ass was going to jail anyway. He was driving with a suspended license and with a bad tag. Okay, the one time that I (laughs) did go to jail, that's what I went to jail for. So rather they thought your ass was Santa Claus, you were still going to damn jail. So this is a non-story for me.
0: He trying to sue them for five hundred. He trying to win his lottery ticket. Al, ah, what do you think about this?
1: <laughs> Q is right. Not only did he have a, a suspended license, he was driving in an unregistered car, and he had warrants for his arrest for unpaid court fines. So, you know, young man, you can't be you can't sue for false imprisonment or emotional distress. The police officers actually correctly arrested you. They just incorrectly processed you.
0: But you know what? You can't be mad at people using the legal system to try to get off. You know what I'm saying? If there's a loophole, go run through that thing. Go try (laughs) to get out of it.
2: But I can tell you, this is one case Ben Crump won't be Won't be calling him. (laughs) Hold on. Negroes killed Your ass was going to jail anyway. So you just mad they booked you under the wrong name. But he you didn't have a license. Yeah, you no license, got license, and an unregistered car. Oh, God.
0: Young King, do all you can to try to get off of these charges just like the Kyle Rittenhouses do. Do what they do. I'm just saying. I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for joining me tonight. Thank you so much for everybody watching on YouTube. We ended up with that uh-huh. 28 change. Um, We'll see y'all on Friday and make sure you stay tuned for Fox Soul's Black Report and we will see y'all later. Bye, fellas. I'll see you next time. Bye, y'all. Have a good night.